100% grade A beefy web development talk without the bull. This is the David Conley Show. Online at dcradionetwork.com. Well, greetings, brothers and sisters of the planet Earth. You're listening to the David Connolly Show with me, Frank Sinatra. How on earth are you doing? It's good to have you here. Um, I have a big show today, tons to talk about. Sometimes you have shows where you're just kind of taking over, and sometimes you have big things, you know, big things to talk about, announcements and all of that. And this is one of those shows. I have a ton of stuff to talk about here, and thank you so much for being on board the fun bus. Um, today I'm going to be telling you about some stuff that's happening with the Insider Club. Uh, there's some pretty major things going on and um, I'm going to basically tell you my thinking behind this stuff, okay? So here is the vibe, folks. Now some of you, like myself, have been in the web development game for a long time. Some of you guys are new to IT. Some of you folks are maybe learning PHP or CSS or something and some of you folks are maybe just thinking about starting some kind of uh, web design company or a web development company something like that well I want to tell you folks I have over the years experimented with just about every business model that you can imagine I started off in 1996 with a partnership, uh, and that was okay, but, uh, you know, we it basically ended up at each other's throats, you know. Maybe it was just because it was my brother at the time that I was on board with. Um, and then I was a web developer for a company. I was head of an IT department. Uh, actually, <laughs> uh, that's ridiculous because I was the IT department originally when I went in and as the company got bigger, they brought other people on board, you know. Um, and then I tried hiring a team. I thought, right, I'm striking out on my own and I got a fancy office. Uh, it was Union Street in Glasgow. Check it out on Google Maps. We're talking, you know, a very prestigious area really fantastic architecture and all that right at the centre of the city, literally joined on to the main train station, you know, and that's where I was based. And I had a team of university graduates on board and I basically took the trip, you know, um, and that was interesting. And then I tried working as a Lone Ranger. After the economic crash of 2008, that really affected me. At the time, I was first on Google for the phrase website maintenance, and I was charging companies £1,000 plus VAT per month for website maintenance. But September 2008, I lost tons and tons of clients and uh, it, it was really devastating. So after 2008, I moved into a small shop. This is becoming boring, blah, 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 blah. And ended up as a lone ranger, okay? So since since about, 2000 and, um, since about 2009, I have been a lone ranger. Now, I have an assistant who helps me, uh, you know, and sometimes I get help from other people and friends and sometimes even insiders. But I am pretty much a lone ranger. And you know something, folks? I know that some of you folks are lone rangers as well. And I want to tell you something that has been on my mind recently. You see, uh, I really and truly have experimented with the lone ranger vibe. And I've uh, read every book that's out there on the subjects of productivity and time management and all that kind of thing. And I can tell you folks, now check this out if you are a lone ranger because I'm going to give you a major statement here. You see folks, you cannot 
make it on your own. This is no self-help talk speech, folks. I'm talking to the IT people. I'm talking to the web developers and I'm speaking to you in an entirely practical, time-tested way. You see, you really and truly cannot make it on your own. I've been going on my own and I've been working insane hours. The night before last, I was working till half three in the morning and then I get up at half seven in the morning and work some more. I've been going on four hours sleep per night and I'm not really a super intelligent kind of a guy or anything, but I do work probably faster than most people. So I'm working and working and working. And you know something, folks? Even I have been struggling to keep on top of things. Right now, I have my phone beside me somewhere. And at any second, I, I could have a phone call from a client. And to be honest, I cannot afford the luxury of switching the phone off. This is how busy I, that, that I am. I am. Yeah. I got a funny accent today, recently. So, you see, here is the vibe, folks. You should know, and I'm sure you've heard me say this before, that the single biggest mistake that commercial web developers make is they spend too much time focusing on code and not enough time focusing on marketing, okay? Now you've heard it, and now you know. But you see, the thing about marketing is, it actually takes up a ton of time. When you think about selling a website, you've got the whole kind of pre-sale thing, then going through the deal itself, consultations and all of that as the build's going on, the launch process, right? And we all know that that never goes smoothly. And then even after the site's launched, we've got technical support, you know? And you know, if your clients are semi-serious, they will be needing technical support, okay? Everybody needs technical support if they are serious. And you know, a depressing thought, folks, is that every time you get a new client and every time you build a website for that new client, that is another person potentially asking for technical support. So it's kind of a heavy vibe, and I think that when you look at the the amount of running about that you have to do, selling and technical support and offering up stuff and all of that, it's it's ridiculous. I have a friend, uh, David, from the other end of the city. He's a developer, and he was saying to me that he he has seven thousand pounds worth of invoices, and he doesn't have time to write the invoices. I mean, and everybody's like, yeah, I'd like to have that problem. But seriously, folks, this is a heavy vibe, you know. Um, I have people at, at any given time who have been promised videos and presentations and all that, and I just haven't got time to do this, you know. Within the last uh, two days, I've had two really fantastic offers, actually three if you count an offer that came in from London. These are people who are offering shares of the company and everything. And all they're asking for is, you know, we've had the initial meeting, they liked it, and all they're asking for is, can you put a video presentation or something together and we can get this up and running. But you see, folks, I don't have time. You don't have time. And I'm going to tell you something right now. I've never asked anyone to take notes, but if you were going to take notes, here is the note, folks. You can, well, let me get this right. You will never become highly profitable if you are a lone ranger. That's a fact. That's a fact. And I challenge anyone to show me an exception, okay? Now, where does that leave us? You see, we are the freedom of time, freedom of location people and all of that stuff, right? So what do you do? Well, I actually think that the business kind of political atmosphere of the UK, and I can't speak for anyone else, but certainly of the UK, is kind of broken. You see, I don't want to go off on one, but 
when you employ people, at least in the UK, you're basically opening up the doors to all sorts of problems. I mean, if you say to yourself in the UK, I'm going to open up an office, hire a designer, a couple of developers, and we're going to run a web development company. Well, guess what, folks? Now, you're liable not only to pay the wages, but you have to pay national insurance. You have to pay PAT testing. That's portable appliance testing. Can you believe it? So you have some idiot, some school leaver comes around and looks at the plugs. Sorry, I need to type something. You have someone come around and looks at the plugs, gives you a certificate, charges a fee for that. You have, uh, very soon, employers are going to be forced to pay, uh, pay into pension plans. You've probably seen the adverts, right? So the employee pays a pound into this pension plan. And you, as the employer, have to pay a pound as well. Now, the point is, I actually think that the system is kind of geared to handicap small businesses. I mean, if, you're, if you happen to be the owner of Amazon or Starbucks, good luck, you know, congratulations. You're in with the in crowd. But for people who are starting out, people who are starting from ground zero, I'm telling you folks, man, the odds are so heavily stacked against you. Even most of the developers who I know who are on friendly terms and, you know, we meet up physically and they live nearby, most of them have ended up working for someone else and just giving up and going and finding a job somewhere. It's really, really difficult to start a successful web development business. And today, I labor the point it's impossible if you're doing it on your own. Now, you can go to sites like Elance, Freelancer, Fiverr, and all of that stuff. You know, sometimes we all need a hand, right? We need a hand with development. Maybe you need a hand with anything. Who knows? CSS, whatever. And you can go to those sites. But you see, folks, I've gone to those sites. And if I'm entirely honest, the experience kind of sucked. Because what happens is, is you end up um, hiring people who are basically in it for a buck and out of it for a penny, you know. So they're going to be doing this job as quickly as possible, hitting the bricks. And as soon as something needs changed or anything, it's just a big bunch of problems, you know. And actually... A lot of the uh, bids on sites like Elance, if you really look into these bids and look at who's bidding and all of that stuff, half the time it's Indian sweatshops. Now listen man, I have some of my closest friends are from India, guy who's top of the leaderboard in the discussion forums from India. God bless India, right? Fantastic people, great country. But I'm just saying that on Elance, the web development scene is dominated by Indian sweatshops. And when you look at the, when you communicate with the people who are bidding, as I have, and when you start to investigate, well, where are you working? Who, you know, how is this going to work? The truth is, the people bidding don't have a clue about web development. They're just outsourcing cheap labor. And as I say, I call them web development sweatshops, and that's the vibe. Now, if you care about your customers, if you care about technical support, if you care about quality and all of that stuff and after sales and upgrades, maintenance, if any of that stuff matters to you, then you should really demand more. I don't think Elance is up to the job, as I say. I don't think Fiverr is for sure. Believe me, folks, the good developers out there, the really good developers, you won't find them hanging about Fiverr.com. And I don't even think you'll find them on Elance. They don't need to hang about those places. And I think most of the people who hang about there are, you know, there's some good people there. And, uh, I, you know, I think I even have a profile of my own up there just when I was playing around with it. But I just don't think it's the solution. You see, I believe that in order for you to set up a successful web development venture, 
Well, there's a few things that I believe. First of all, I think you're going to be happier working for yourself, okay? I think that, you know, to be able to go anywhere uh, with a laptop is a fantastic thing. Uh, sometimes, you know, it's nice to travel and go to other countries and all that. And I, I just think you'll be happier. I think you'll be happier not having to uh, basically answer to some someone else, some other business partner or something. I think you'll probably feel quite good knowing that you are in control, you know. I think you're an intelligent, if you listen to this show, and expressive person. And I think you'll enjoy working for yourself. But you see, you need an IT team. You need some form of help, even if it's help that's just on call during those busy times. And then when you're not busy, you can say it's okay, chill out. I mean, look what happened to me. Year before last, I ended up flat on my back with whooping cough. I was sick and I couldn't work for six months. What's going to happen if you end up sick? What's going to happen if you end up in an accident or something? You really do need that help. And so folks, I've been thinking about this for a long time and I've consulted with some fellow insiders who I respect. People like Raymond and Tim who have been professional developers for a long time. And we've kind of came to the conclusion that there's actually a need for an insider club in our circle. And today, you crazy rock and roller, this is the day when I'm announcing this to the insiders, okay? So, just in case you didn't know, we have an insider club. If you go to the website at dcradionetwork.com, you'll see all the banners and adverts and all that. Check out the insider club, okay? It's free to join. Do you hear me, people? It's free to join. There's videos, a few downloads and whatnot. There's a discussion forum. And now, there is a, an inner circle, okay? So, the vibe with the inner circle is, when you have something that comes in, let's say some big project comes in and you think, do you know what, maybe I've taken on more than I can handle just now. Or let's imagine you say, do you know what, I'm going to focus on sales for the next few weeks and maybe get a hand with some web development. Or let's imagine you come into some problem, something that puts you in a position where you could do with some friendly and professional help from people who care. Well, check this out, folks. Now, you can go to the Insider Club, and there's a link along the top right-hand side that says the Inner Circle. And when you click the Inner Circle, you can place an advert free of charge, and other insiders can respond. Now, see when you place, a, let's call it an advert, right? Um you can actually declare how you want this thing to work. So for example, it doesn't have to be a big giant project, okay? Right now, here in the UK, I happen to own the website that's top of Google for the phrase website repairs, okay? I am the guy who's at the top of Google for that phrase. Now that's kind of nice, right? Uh, and it brings some things in, but the trouble is, most of the people who search for website repairs, they're not looking to buy sites for five-figure sums. They just want a contact form fixed or something like that, okay? Just, you know, kind of uh, easy, quick jobs, and that's the kind of thing that comes in, you know? So, if let's suppose you have a contact form that needs fixed or something like that, right? So, it can be a big job or a tiny job. You can head to the inner circle, place an advert, and you'll say, okay, contact form needed fixed or something, right? Do a little description. Then you set a deadline for the advert, so you've got a pop-up calendar, right? And then you write in how long you want or you'd like the job to take. So, you know, I need this done in two weeks or something, okay? And then you choose what kind of pricing system you would like to have. I mean, I really put a lot of thought into this. 
So let's say the, the contact us form. You might say, okay, I'm going to offer $25 to someone who will fix this form for me because I've got other things to do. Well, you would just select in the price system, fixed price, 25 and then there's a drop down with currency, US dollars. If you prefer euros or pounds, that's fine as a currency selector, right? But on the other hand, maybe you don't really want a fixed price. Maybe your vibe is, I'm going to just put this job out there and let the other insiders bid on this job. So you can head in in that case and say, okay, I need a contact form fixed of whatever it may be. And then where it says the price system, you would choose accepting bids. And at that point, the board would transform into a sort of, uh, I guess you could say a sort of simplified kind of eBay vibe. And the insiders can come on and actually place bids. Okay, now it's a lot more simple than I'm describing. But the point is, for the first time, you now have access to, I think, some really ethical, some highly intelligent, highly experienced IT people. And we are here to help you. That is your IT team. And hello, it's very nice to meet you. Now, the other cool thing is, for a guy like me, this is really good news because I've been... Um, I have a lot of kind of work offers and things come in and I haven't got time to chase any of it up. So now for the first time, if something comes in and I'm not able to handle it or something, I'm going to be going on the board and saying, right guys, this is in, does anyone want this, you know? And you can do the same thing. You see folks, there's no leader here. We are all equal at the inner circle. So you can post adverts and hire people or you can respond to adverts you can mix the two up the choice is yours okay and i've pretty much added every feature that i think you could reasonably want into this thing so i'm very pleased with it and you know i hope that people are going to check this out so that's the insider club inner circle now just so you know the vibe right this is this is something that to me is kind of quite special because now we are really talking about working together. Now we're really talking about, you know, money changing hands and doing some cool stuff. I want to say a couple of points, folks, you know. The Insider Club is not even a year old. It was launched about nine months ago or something, you know. And I haven't made a dime out of it. I haven't made anything from the you know, from this show or from the Insider Club or anything. But I want to tell you something, folks. Now, I think I've finally figured out a way of mobilizing the great abundance of intelligence and enthusiasm and positive vibes that we have. And I'm going to say something that, that I've probably not said for at least 10 years. Folks, I am proud. Yes, indeed. I'm not proud of uh, my country where I'm from. I'm not proud of my height or the colour of my eyes. These are things that I have no control over. But this is something for which I am proud because really and truly, I think that, you know, when you do the Insider Club, there's a temptation. People were saying do subscription fees and do this and get them to pay for areas. I am so proud that I've managed to come up with a way of potentially monetizing this that we can all benefit from. And I'll say once again, you know, I'm not any different from you guys. I'm going to be using this thing. Maybe there's going to be times where you'll be responding to an advert that I've posted. And maybe there's going to be times like the next week where I'm responding to something you've posted. And on the other hand, maybe there's going to be lots of jobs and dealings and wheelings that don't even involve me and that's okay so i'm really proud about this i'm super excited man and i'm, I'm happy and please do check that out now what i will say is because of the nature of this thing 
because of the fact that potentially there's slightly sensitive information going around, you know, and seeing what people are up to and all that. I have, uh, I have this thing going on where I, I don't want to just open it to the general public and have any old Tom, Dick and Harry seeing what's going on. I, I just don't want to do that, you know. Um, but on the other hand, I don't want the thing to become like a kind of clique, you know. If somebody is cool and somebody genuinely uh, thinks they would bring something good to the table, then I want them to come on board and I want them to feel welcome and I want them to have that opportunity, okay. So in terms of the, the way to access the thing, I give the disclaimer that Whatever I'm doing could change at any minute. I mean, I don't know. Maybe someday I'll open it all up. Maybe someday I'll charge. Who knows what will happen? I don't have any plans of changing it. But, you know, who knows what's going to happen. At the moment, right now, there's two things that you need to do to be able to access the inner circle, okay? Now, anyone... Can, I, can join the Insider Club free of charge. You know, enjoy the forum, the videos, take the trip. It's fine. You can join today. It's free of charge, right? And so far, there's developers from 110 countries who have joined, okay? Now, to get to the inner circle, here are the two criterion. Number one, you need to have been a member of the Insider Club for three weeks or more, okay? So I'm asking, you know, I, I would like for you to have been a member for 21 days or more, okay? And you would be amazed, you know, sometimes, uh, I mean, I, I don't know how many people are in the Insider Club. I think at the moment there's about 1,200 or something like that. And you would be amazed at the amount of people who just join and then leave. I even checked once and there's like temporary email accounts you can get in the last 10 minutes and people just use them to sign up and they go, oh, they like it and they leave, right? So, um, excuse me, I need to type something here. So I don't want to really deal with those kinds of people. So the first vibe is you need to have been in the Insider Club for three weeks, okay? Now, anybody can do that if they want. You just sign up and you wait three weeks, right? The second criterion for joining the Inner Circle is I want people who are involved in the community somehow. I want people who are proactive, right? People who help other people out and, you know, that's an easy thing to track and record. So the second thing is you need to have posted at least three comments on the discussion forum. Now, I don't care what those comments may be. You can go help someone with a problem. You can offer some advice. You can ask a question. You can comment on this show, comment on this, leave a comment. You can even just crack a joke, you know, give us a few laughs, right? doesn't really matter what the comment may be, but head on, and if you make three comments, and if you are on board for more than 21 days, as far as I'm concerned, you are cool, come on board, and thank you very much. So, that's the vibe, and I'm super, super excited about it. For anyone who's visited the site recently, I do apologise, because the servers are going really slow just now. I don't know what's happening. My ego likes to think that we're just so popular, man, that the thing's grinding to a halt. The truth is, I think the hosting company I'm with are just not up to the job. So if the site seems a little bit slow, please hang in there. The pages do load. And hopefully within the next seven days, I'll either have that sorted or I will have moved over to another hosting company, okay? So check that out. It's the Insider Club Inner Circle, and you are welcome. All right, thank you very much, thank you very much. Now, before I go, I'd like to give um, a quick shout-out to someone here. Just on Sunday, you know, my, the old energy levels were a bit low, 
And I was just like, man, you know, man, every day I'm just coding and working and does it ever end. And then I discovered someone left a message on YouTube and I'll try and play a wee bit of it and I hope he doesn't mind. Uh, but someone left uh, this. Hey David, I just got out of the shower, but I wanted to shoot this video to let you know that I'm alive. I'm listening, I'm feeling the vibe, and you've created this this mashup of code. You were talking about Columbo in your podcast, The Columbo Method. Funnily enough, I've been watching Columbo every day. My mum loves Columbo. And you talk about conspiracy, and I've been into David Icke and that whole thing. And mind power getting your brain working and I've not come across anything out there that combines this whole thing with the vibe that you're coming with so don't underestimate the influence you can have on people this has made my weekend I found your podcast on Friday night and I have such an optimism now in terms of where I want to go and what is possible and the other day I was listening to your podcast and you, <laughs> I was howling in laughter as you were talking about your brother who's been getting into marathon running and the hair removal cream oh man that, that was fantastic and another of your podcasts when you were talking about you've been doing this for a long, long time. And, yeah, I love your humour and no one's talking about this stuff. I can't share this with anyone. No one knows about code. My family don't know about it. Most of them struggle to learn how to do a search on Google. None of my friends know about it. And creating a community like you've done is just... Mate, it's changed my whole outlook and weekend and I followed your videos on your membership site and I did the writing down the 10 sites that are advertising for jobs and stuff. Just briefly, I'm going to keep this video short and we're going to let you know where I am right now so you get an idea of who's coming to your podcasts. I know nothing about PHP and I have a grasp of HTML and CSS. I know nothing about PHP and I'm hearing about Python and Ruby on Rails. I don't know what a framework is, but I am a member of lynda.com and I'm learning about the basics of programming. So it's, I don't know where to go. I mean, people are saying start with PHP and then maybe get into Python and I build websites. I've had one or two clients. Funnily enough, I built a dentist website for a dentist in Aberdeen and because I said I see myself as a partner with them they agreed to fly me out to Aberdeen and they're putting me in a hotel for the night so in May I'm going to go and meet them and so that's awesome but yeah I'm looking into it and I'll make my decision very soon and I'm listening to every single one of your podcasts right now and I'm thirsty man to learn and I'm going to put out a channel myself a YouTube channel talking about brain power and how to become a better coder because I'm going to be getting into candle focus as a way to focus the mind because I know programming it's not just about learning languages you got to know how to solve these kind of problems algorithms and stuff so anyway I promise to keep this video short peace and love and gratitude david for doing what you're doing and i can only hope that you continue to put your content out there because it is fresh peace man take it easy all right folks that was michael thomas now there's there's a few key points to take from that, okay? Uh, first of all, thank you, Michael, for the comment. I mean, when I when I saw that, it just gave me such a morale boost. I would love to come on and pretend that I'm super popular and all that, but I have no idea who listens. And just to know that somebody listens 
it, it actually changed the whole day. Do you know, in fact, I was actually going to bed on Sunday afternoon. I was like, I'm exhausted. I've had this. Gone by on four hours sleep a night. What's the point? And then that came in and I checked it out. And then I thought, I'm not going to bed. And I, I was working and enthusiastic and energized just to know that somebody out there is listening. Now, there's a couple of key points <laughs> from that message that I think are worth noting. The first key point is, did you notice that he said, I know nothing about PHP, and then he said, I'm a complete beginner. Did you catch that? Okay, so he's starting from ground zero, perfectly upfront about that, perfectly honest. But did you notice that he came on and his vibe was totally positive. His whole vibe was, thanks a lot for this. He says, I'm learning. And, you know, he's on the lynda.com site. And he said, man, I've been helping this dentist out. And do you know what? They even booked flights for me to Aberdeen. That's like way up the top of the UK. And, you know, they, it was a video and you could see the guy is excited at this. Now, I'm going to tell you something, folks. That guy may be starting from ground zero. And we have people on the Insider Club who have been professional IT people since the 70s. There's people in our midst who have been doing this for decades, right? But he's starting from ground zero. And I'm going to tell you something right now. If he continues the way he is going, in two years' time, he will be in the top 1% of earners in the Insider Club. And you're thinking, well, how do you know that's the case? And, you know, the guy's just starting. Is it because he said nice things about you? No. No, you see, folks, I'm going to tell you something here, right? Now, mark this. There's a film called Margin Call, right? Margin Call, and it only came out about a year or two ago. It's quite a new film, and it's a film about the financial crash. In my opinion, with the exception of Limitless, which you really need to see, Margin Call is in the top three greatest films of the last five years. Now, the film Margin Call, please check this out because there's something in that film that you need to see, okay? When you watch that film Margin Call, it's, it shows you these stock market analysts and it's set in New York and they're all in front of the computers and all that, right? And the whole film is set in 2008 when they discovered that the stock market uh, crashed. And it starts off with this guy who's, you know, a complete mathematical genius kind of guy. And he's in front and he's like, gee, this doesn't look right. And someone discovers this anomaly in the charts. And they all start running about freaking out saying, look at these charts, man. We think the whole economy could crash here. And they all start freaking out, okay? And what happens in the film, folks, is the wee guy who's on the floor, who's this super academic, super intelligent guy, he's kind of a new start, he goes to his boss and he's like, look what's going on, what are we going to do about this? Look, the value of these uh, houses, man, has gone through the floor. This is really heavy news. So the manager has a look at it and he knows, you know, how the stuff works and the floor manager's like, floor manager's like, oh gee, this is really, really heavy. We're going to have to go higher up the food chain and see what they think. So then they go to the kind of company manager guy. I think he's played by Kevin Spacey. And Kevin Spacey's like, what's going on? And the two kind of analyst guys and the manager say, well, look, we've had a look at these charts, man, and we think there's some heaviness and that. And Kevin Spacey says, man, this is so heavy. We're going to have to call in the head, head honcho. In fact, I think before that, there's another guy who gets called in and another. In the end, there's a chain of about five or six people who get called in. And as the heaviness kicks in, everything, uh, it's like 
somebody higher and higher up the food chain gets called in, right? Until eventually they call in the ultimate big boss, ruler of the universe, head honcho of the whole organization. And it's the middle of the night and they call him and they say, look, we've been looking at this. We think there's some heavy stuff going on. You need to get down here. So the head honcho, I mean, the real head honcho, turns up in his helicopter in the middle of the night and they have a big board meeting to see what's going on, okay? Now mark this, because this is really, this is really the most significant thing about the whole film and most people don't get this, right? See when they're around the boardroom, it starts off, the head, the, the kind of uber head honcho guy says to the, the analyst, he's like, well, what's going on? And the analysis are like, well, we saw this chart and this and that, and it's a very technical explanation. And they start talking about what's going on, and they're knocking ideas about the boardroom. Eventually, all eyes fall upon the head honcho. And I can't remember his exact words, but it was something to the effect of this. He says, I don't actually know anything about all you know the charts and the maths and all of that he says i'm the guy who just gets to call if the music is playing and it's okay to dance that's all i do he says and right now i can't hear an effing thing and he says so let's just pull the plug now that's kind of a key vibe folks because what the observation to make here is that when you go high up the food chain, some of you folks have seen this before, right? But as you go higher and higher up the food chain, the people you meet are less and less technical and really driven by gut instinct. Do you hear what I'm saying? Now, I'm not here to show off and I'm not here to name drop, but... I've worked with a few pretty large companies, right? I've worked with, I mean, I've been hired by IBM. I've made it to the boardroom. I've worked for Motorola. Uh, I've worked for Global Crossing. And I've worked for other companies who aren't famous, but they're really doing well, you know? And what I've discovered is that when you go right to the top of the food chain, there's usually a guy or a gal there who is almost totally driven by this thing called gut instinct. It's an incredible thing, folks. And when you realize this, it changes the whole game. Because the truth of the matter is that when you're dealing with these head honchos, I don't like saying these head honchos, man, it's kind of semi-derogatory, but when you are eyeball to eyeball with the major decision makers, the truth is, folks, they don't care what framework you use. They don't care if it's PHP or Python or Ruby on Rails or anything. They're going to look you in the eye and they're going to say, is this person cool? And if you can look them back and say to them telepathically, I am cool, everything's okay, then you're going to get hired. It's an amazing thing when you suddenly realize the implications of this. So I would encourage you to check out the film Margin Call because you'll see this in action and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Some of you folks have experienced this uh, for yourselves. Remember, the higher up you go in the food chain, the more the vibe starts to matter. Now, if you take Michael Thomas there, what was his vibe? Right? You heard him a while ago, right? I think his vibe was, I'm really grateful, you know, and thanks a lot. Hang on, I need to type something here. And his vibe was enthusiastic, you know, later on he says, I'm going to put a video up. And his vibe was, he's eager to learn. And then, key point from the message. Did you notice how he said, I told the dentist, that I see them as business partners and they flew me up. Well, of course they flew him up because he 
is tapping into the vibe. He gets this. He is absolutely in the right place at the right time. And that's why I can say confidently that if he continues the way he is, then in two years' time he'll be in the top 1% of earners. Doesn't matter what technology he uses. Doesn't matter. None of that stuff matters. All that matters is that the guy has a positive vibe. And when you're eyeball to eyeball with those self-made millionaires, it's all that matters, you know? I mean, again, forgive me if it sounds cocky, but I've had two business offers, two offers from fairly large companies generating seven figures per year. Well, one of them is not a company, I'm a person, and I think he's doing okay. Uh, the other is a company. Two offers, and none of them are asking for, like, you know, contracts and lawyers and all that. They don't need any of that stuff because they can see that in my face and they can see it in your face as well. Now, let's contrast Michael Thomas with Amin and I'll refrain from giving you his second name to prevent any embarrassment. But here's another message that came in from someone else, right? And I'm going to read this message just so that you have the full spectrum of vibes that are coming in. So this one says, this other message from another person says, Hi David, you helped me to learn Codeigniter and now I have a favour to ask you. I want an example using HMVC and JSON, brackets, how to write on JSON file from the controller. He says, I'll explain. I'll get the data from the view and I want to insert those data on a JSON file using HMVC Codeigniter. Thanks. And by the way, that's not really thanks, that's THX and that's the end of the message. Now, do you see the difference, folks? Do you see the difference? Now here's a question. Who knows the most about web development? Michael Thomas or Amin? Who actually has the most technical knowledge? It's Amon, right? It's probably Amon, right? But here's the thing. If you look ahead two years, two years from now, who do you think is going to be doing the best? Amon or Michael Thomas? I think you'll agree it's not going to be Amon. Because his whole message, and I'll read it again, right, very quickly. Look at how it just it's just asking for stuff, right? There's practically no gratitude or no thanks or anything. It says, hi, David, you helped me to learn Codeigniter. Now I have a favor to ask you, right? So he doesn't say, thanks for chucking the videos up free of charge. Thanks a lot. I appreciate you taking the time out, blah, blah, blah. He's just saying, you helped me, and now I have something else to ask. Now I have a favor, right? Then he goes in. I want an example using HMVC and JSON. I'll explain. I want to get out and insert the data using a JSON file. Thanks. Then he doesn't even finish by signing his name. This is an example of a negatively charged person. This is a person who wanders around the planet always taking, always taking. I bet if you looked at his computer, there wouldn't be a single legitimate piece of software on there. Everything is freebie, freebie downloads, help me with this, give me that, give me this, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. And not a word, not a moment of consideration for those who are giving. Now, the big revelation is, I don't actually give a rat's ass about any of this stuff. I mean, I'm not nicking about saying, oh, please give me a compliment, please, my self-esteem is so damaged. <laughs> I don't really care either way. Some people might like the things I'm doing. Some people say thanks. Some people don't. But who cares, right? But here's why it matters, folks. Someday, Michael Thomas is going to be eyeball to eyeball with a mover and a shaker. And when he is eyeball to eyeball, that guy's going to be operating on a gut instinct because that's what people at the top of the tree do. And they're going to see 
I think when they look at Michael Thomas, they're going to see in his eyes that they're dealing with a person who is grateful and thankful and enthusiastic about learning and ethical and positively charged. And they will pick that up. It's in every nuance of his voice. It's in the way he stands. It's everywhere. And people can, you would be amazed at how perceptive some people can be. Now, the other guy, Mr. Gimme More Jason Files guy, you're probably thinking he's going to be eyeball to eyeball and the head honcho's going to figure out that he's negative. No, that's not what I'm going to say, folks. You see, the other guy, he won't even get in the meeting. He'll never even get to see the boardroom. He won't get past the gatekeeper because he's carrying a bunch of gimme, 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 entitlement, bullshit everywhere he goes. I can see it, you can see it, and the people at the top of the tree can definitely see it. And don't think for one second that this has anything to do with Michael Thomas having an English name or something or being from a certain part of the world. That has nothing to do with it. As a matter of a fact, uh, one of the guys who was talking to me yesterday, he has an investor covering him from Pakistan. I don't care where you come from. The web gives us all an incredible opportunity that we've never had before. Now, it is true that people from, let's say, emerging economies might have challenges that guys like me don't have so much. But I'm telling you right now, folks, that the examples are out there. They're everywhere. I don't care where you come from, how old you are. I actually believe that you can... You know, and I don't want to talk about Lamborghinis and castles and all that. I don't even care. But you can have freedom of time and location. You can succeed no matter where you're from. And I believe that the starting point is gratitude. Okay? Just thanks a lot, man. Listen, don't worry about me. I don't want anyone. I'm, I'm fine, okay? I'm okay, right? But the next time you're on a discussion forum or something, the next time a friend helps you out, the next time something happens, just give them a little thanks. I'm telling you now, man, it'll make the world a better place and the real beneficiary shall be you. Okay? All right. So, thank you very much indeed. It's been a pleasure and a privilege. I have tons of stuff to talk about. Uh, Next next show, actually, I have a lot of things to talk about, and I think you're going to like that one. So hopefully I'll catch you next time. Thank you so much. Stay cool, and we'll talk soon. Bye.